Hi, everyone. I'm Allison Ramsey with the Empire Life podcast. And today we're with Axela Renoir. And she is a business trainer. She helps you as you will go to the gym, like a, like a trainer at the gym. She helps you to set strategies and level up and really get in shape for your success for your business. And we are Empire Life. We help entrepreneurs to launch online empires. And we talk with entrepreneurs from all around the globe. And we're so fortunate today to be with Axela. And I'm going to hand it over to her a little bit more to intro herself. Hi, thank you very much, first of all, for inviting me to this podcast. It's a pleasure. It's an honor. Thank you very much. I love connecting with all entrepreneurs. As Alison said, I'm Axela Renoa, and I help you level up your business. That means set strategies. That means work with your mind. That means automate your business so you can have more time in life for what really matters and keep yourself healthy. Perfect. And I love your holistic approach to all of that. Like really fitting yeah, that into totally, your lifestyle. Totally our lives is not just a business or not just our private life. We have to live, we have to pay our bills and it's a great way if we're doing it in a freedom way, which means we have freedom of choice, freedom of time working whenever we want. But we have to remember that it's all about us first. If we're not going to be healthy and if we're going to kill ourselves in the process, then we're not going to be able to help uh, other people and impact the world in a better place, make it a better place. So it's a very, very holistic approach. Yes, I love that, Axela. So Axela, I would really like to dive right in because being a high achiever myself and a, a super recovering perfectionist, and we had talked, we've talked a lot about this offline, and I really want to dive in with, with our tribe on some huge things. First of all, how to be aware of that you're doing that, and then how do, you, how do you overcome that? What are some huge challenges that you've seen, or how have you personally overcome this? Sure. So um, I used to work for a corporate firm, for a big technological giant from Silicon Valley. And as much as there is a lot of, great things like benefits, relatively good pay. The culture in the company that I worked with was really go, go, go. And so if you're a high achiever and you have the environment that's creating even more hype, you are in a constant stress that puts your body in a constant stress uh, state, which means you're less effective in the long term, which means you are very unhappy inside, especially if you suffer from an imposter syndrome, which some of my clients did and I did in the past, which means that you're not feeling, um, I mean, you, you know that you're good at what you do and you know you're a really valuable person and in addition to the team, but somewhere inside you, there is this thing where you doubt yourself, where you have the constant need to prove yourself to the world and to the employer. Um, for me, it ended up with a really, really bad repetitive strain injury, which happened over three years ago now and I still suffer from. It's become a chronic pain condition and one of my missions in my business is to help people not to get themselves in the same state as I was because from a perspective of a high achiever who is constantly struggling, well, not struggling, but rather dealing with million ideas uh, and with trying to go, go, go full speed ahead, suddenly to put a hard line, a hard stove in your life, it's probably the biggest hardship that I had to overcome in my life. And some of my clients struggle with that every day too. As a big um, 
piece of wisdom, let's call it here, I would say that remember that you are one and health is not something that you can buy. It's something that you need to take care of. No one else will. Uh, a lot of people don't care about us. That's the truth. And so if we don't care about ourselves first, no one is going to benefit from our expertise, from our experience. And let's be honest, to leave a legacy, um, to leave something bigger than just a grave after ourselves is huge, right? And there is a lot of uh, conversation about it nowadays. I always show the um, a metaphor of, um, of a plane. So imagine you're on a plane and the hostess is um, demonstrating um, safety. So the first thing that they usually do is put your oxygen mask on yourself first before you put it on someone else. That means take care of yourself first. Otherwise, people that you care about will die. The same way in a business, you have to take care of yourself first and remember that whatever you do impacts other people. So whether you have children, whether you have partner, a spouse, someone that you live with, if you're not going to be able, it's going to impact their life and very likely in a negative way. And that's going to be because they're going to have to take care of you if they have enough strength and also very often in terms of psychological changes. So when you're building a business, make sure that you start learning your body, that you start learning the signals that your body and your brain is giving you. There is a, a term which is called a monostate. It's a psychological term which describes a moment where when you're working, uh, you get to the point where you feel like, oh, there is nothing else I can do. Oh my God, oh my God, I have to, I have to. And your whole body tenses. So this is the moment that you need to look for because this is the moment where your body switches to a straight stress mode mm -hmm. and then a lot of bad things start happening on a hormonal level, on a psychological level, and you become unhappy. And very often if that happens for a long time, it's got really, really bad uh, results for your life and your business in the end. Mm. I love, Axela, I love all of your analogies, all of your comparison, all of your comparisons, and then also knowing what to look for, because as you're talking, and I completely resonate, and I've had that feeling, I, I probably have that feeling on the daily with coding and designing and setting up the development, and I'll a lot of times shut my computer, like, okay, you've done everything that you can do at this point and try to convince myself when I come back to this, I'm coming back to it with fresh eyes and I'm going to do better when I come back to it. And it's yeah, very, it's good. very good. So hard. Like you said, to draw that line, it is so hard for us. Um, in today's world where technology is, um, present in almost every industry, I would say, uh, a common trigger are computers and, almost like a person addicted. It is a form of addiction almost uh, for a high achiever. They, need, they constantly need to boost their dopamine, uh, which is the hormone of satisfaction, let's say. They constantly need to boost it. After some time, you become almost tolerant to it. So you need to produce more. So you need to do more. And if we experience triggers in our environment, we become even more addicted to it. So it's a great way that you're just shutting off your computer, uh, it's a good way also, and it helped a lot of my clients. As much as it's not really business related, it's a great way to um, take some breathing exercises and meditate. 
And if you're thinking meditate and you're thinking, oh my God, sitting straight for an hour, don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> 10 minutes a day is enough and you can meditate by listening to your favorite music. You can meditate by dancing. Whatever makes you relaxed, whatever brings you joy and calms you down. For me, it's dance, for example. That's why I use this, uh, this analogy. Uh, whatever brings you joy, whatever calms you down, use it as long as it's not addictive as long as it's not a substance of let's say alcohol caffeine type where you go crazy with your body and put it even under more stress mm. wow yeah we hadn't even talked about that offline i love that i am i'm doing a raw food cleanse at the moment with no alcohol or caffeine awesome. and only but yeah all vitamins green drinks fresh juices and all raw food and in my my indication was that I woke up and I, I realized we had a really big live event this past week and there was about 40 influencers that attended the event and I felt like I had given all I could possibly give. Like all my light was given and I woke up just completely drained and my sinus is hurting and I started realizing what is not serving me right now in my life and caffeine and alcohol came up for me in the meditation and also i'm not sure that my eating is really on point that's going to really serve me in my emotionally like leveling up and and as you were saying in leveling up we really need to be aware of that and and, and like you were saying as high achievers we tend to be like, no, we. Do. I don't. I don't need a break right now. I'm just gonna. I just need another coffee. I just need another coffee. I got this. I'm gonna totally just drink this coffee and then just get it done because right now I can just get it done. I don't need to take a break and meditate because then I won't be getting any anything done. And I, I constantly, like you were saying, every day I'm, I'm somewhat talking back to that inner voice. Like, yes, everything will get done. Yes, everything will get done in, in the right time. Everything will get done in, in the best way possible. Everything in the perfect timing. Yeah, that's totally high achievers way. A lot of high achievers have this sense of guilt almost. If they yeah. are meant to take a holiday or break, they feel guilty. Oh, I should have done more. I haven't done enough. And so they keep going. There was a time in my past where I went for our first big holiday with my partner. It took me seven days to relax to the point where I was able to think about, oh, actually, the beach is nice in here and it's sunny. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's really crazy. Very often it stems from the fact that we have something to prove to someone, to ourselves. Often it's the culture we grew up with often it's our parents, uh, things that we didn't really have an influence on. But the truth is that um, understanding that, you know, health is not something that you can replenish. It's something that you get once in your life. And also learning the art of letting go, which is, mm -hmm. it sounds easy, but it's not. But at the same time, as I said earlier, it's totally doable. You might need some support with that. You might need a coach. You might need a therapist. But admitting to yourself that you need help and allowing, opening yourself up to someone that can help you is a great way. And for some people, it takes a long time. It takes a long time to admit, hey, you know what? I'm not dealing with it myself. I really need help. But once you do get help, once you do have a supportive person or a group it could be a friend it could be someone you hire it could be a group it could be a community um something that takes your mind off that task 
um, it, it can be really, really freeing in a, in a way that helps you level up your business because very often you get stuck on one thing. You don't want to let go because this is mine. I'm good at it. There's no one that can be, um, can do it better than me or, Oh, it's going to take a long time for someone to, um, to get learned, to teach, uh, those things. And, um, once you realize that, you know, there are things that I actually can let go. And as you said, the things that no longer serve me, it creates this space, this amazing space where you become creative again. And the creation process is much more liberating than when you're constantly in the zone of, oh, I have to do this. I have to do this. I haven't done enough. And a lot of the times the creative zone of genius, as I call it, um, is something that appears when you're actually more relaxed and everyone's got different ways. And there are people that can get to state from, as I said, meditating. There are people that love adrenaline even more, which is not too healthy for the body, but they do mm -hmm. get that. And there are people that read books, you know, something very static that helps them. For me, sometimes it's even watching Netflix. So that's yeah. that. As I, have, I have a combination of all those myself yeah. too. <laughs> various things. And a good thing also is to learn to um, create processes for like a document that you can pass on. And once you're ready to pass it on, you don't have to spend as much time teaching someone what you thought would be good. Just create a process, create um, point by point what's going to happen, how you want it done. So in the end, it's not going to be, oh my God, he can't do that or she can't do that as I would do it, as well as I would do it. But rather, it's a very humane process of passing certain tasks on. And if you're constantly doing something, it could be something that you love, it could be something that you hate, and you know that for your business to step up, for your life to step up and level up to the, go to the next and next um, point, you have to let certain things go. Once you're there, if you can let it go, it's going to flourish like, uh, like a beautiful flower. Wow. Yes, I love that, Xella, that I need to be doing that more. I feel like we all need to be doing that more. Yeah. Because it almost feels overwhelming to sit down and write down all the processes. So like as it you're does. saying, it's like once, right? It's once or twice that we need to do it. And then it's done. Exactly. It's an investment. Think about it as an investment. Mm -hmm. It's like with everything. If you want a company to grow, you have to invest. It's either time or money. And you you said it feels like I don't want to do it, but sometimes if you have a file or something, and even if you have a brain dump in a in a form of voice notes, uh, it could be helpful because then you can just put it together. Whenever something comes to your mind that's important, just record a voice note or put a special file, either Google Drive or whatever you're using, and then just spend five, 10 minutes putting it all together, filling in the gaps and it's ready. So you don't have to do it all at once. It can be created as a process alongside your normal activities, I would say. Yeah, that's a great idea. And I, I will really like to ask you when you're working with your clients and with yourself personally, how do you take care of yourself first? What are some strategies that you suggest for that? So I learned painfully that it's not great to allow yourself to get to the point where your body can't think anymore. Um, for me, it was one day, 
I just was standing in my kitchen. I had a glass of water in my hand and suddenly that glass of water got dropped. Water got spilled everywhere. There was glass everywhere, which meant that my hand, which was uh, my main um, tool of my work, because I used to be a designer and a leader of creative international team, um, just stopped working. So if you can't use the main tool at your work, you're like blocked, you're stuck. So to not allow myself to get to that point is I, first of all, as I mentioned, I use the power of community. I have my own community, which is called Fearless Bosses. It's a Facebook group. I have two to three. It's not a lot, but they're very, very high quality people. I have a um, support of certain people. One of them is an entrepreneur, two or not. They are people that wish me well, that they are people that follow the journey. So if you're at the stage where you feel like something is going on, talk to someone. It does really help. And I'm saying it from a perspective of an ambivert, but there is a partner of mine who is an introvert. And technically introverts, you might say, don't like people, but we are social animals. So we do need that contact, even if it's limited, even if we don't on a daily basis need that much stimuli from outside. Um, so I talk to people. Uh, whenever I feel in pain, I just stop immediately. Even if there is a slightest thing, and I'm talking physical pain and mental pain because sometimes it's mental pain too. <laughs> so if I feel like I get to that point of a monostate, which I mentioned earlier about, I immediately stop. And I stop and I ask myself, what caused it? Very often it's useful to start observing yourself. You may even use a journal or a notebook or a diary and record yourself how you feel on certain days. So you can identify the triggers. So a lot of people have different triggers. That could be the fear of being judged. It could be a fear of um, being not successful enough. It could be a fear of losing health, like for me right now. It could be a fear of um, losing independence. A lot of things could be tr triggering um, that state of yours where you just feel like, oh, I have to do it, I have to do it. So observe yourself. I observe myself. I occasionally, when I feel like I'm getting to the point where it becomes more often and more often, I just stop myself, take a day or two off. Being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, I can actually plan for that. So I make notes for like a week and observe and ask myself every single time, when was that moment where I started going into that monostate, which is very, very harmful for the body. And once you, incorporate, once you identify the triggers, you can start observing yourself. And when you feel that trigger is coming, when you feel that your body or your mind is changing state, you can get up. Sometimes even just five minutes of break is enough. Sometimes you need longer. And if you need longer, you might need help. Um, and again, it doesn't have to be someone paid. It could be someone from your friends or family. Another thing that I do is I dance. I dance like crazy. I look like a weird person. I dance in my living room. I dance in my um, conservatory. Some of my clients uh, that I worked with uh, used to walk their dog. Some of them used to um, go for a yoga class. And some of them, probably the most extreme was there was um, a girl that liked to go to a treehouse in her garden and just sit there and read books. So 
whatever you fancy, as long as it's your thing and not that something that looks good because someone else does it. Yeah, completely. Wow, that's amazing. And how, what does, I love, I love about the building a business without burning out. Can you also go, what does that mean to you a little bit more? And I know that that's related to the last question. So like, can you go a little deeper into that? It is a little bit, um, because again, I used to be this really, really crazy person that would do more than she needed and that wouldn't let other people uh, help because I was thinking I have to do it myself. And for me, not burning out means, first of all, as I was mentioning, uh, identifying the triggers that work for you that make you get into the state where you, your body is really in stress, but also it means not looking at what others, what others do. There is very often this FOMO effect, fear of missing out, and it's so easy to get lost in that when you look on social media, on your friend's feeds. But if you dig deeper, you realize that the bloggers that have two children, they can't have the glamorous life all the time. So a lot of it is creation. A lot of it is creation. A lot of it is um, staged. So not to look for others what they do, but also know your values in life. For other people, money can be the main value. We all need it. It's a tool uh, that can open a lot of doors, as we know, but it can also ruin you. If your main focus is money, then you might kill yourself in the process of getting it. So you might lose motivation in the process of getting it. So know your values. Is your value family? Is your value health? Is it independence, freedom? Um, know your values. Again, someone can help you figure out. You can find a lot of exercises online. You can um, download uh, We Love Life or We Love um, Career, I think it's called. Uh, you can do a lot of exercises. So know your values first and then build a business around it. Because if your value is family, and you really would love to spend more time with your family, with your children, and play with them, and not to lose those important moments. But you start following the luxurious lifestyle, the hotels, the travels, then you're gonna be unhappy. Because yes, you're gonna achieve something that someone else had uh, featured on their feed, but then you're gonna miss your kids. Mm -hmm. So make sure that the lifestyle that you're designing is the lifestyle that you want, not someone else. Yes, I completely agree. Completely agree with that. And before we hop off, how, what are some gold nuggets that you would like to share with the tribe? Mm -hmm. So a lot of things that I mentioned are very mindset related, I would say, and lifestyle related, but I'm mainly business trainer and I do have a coaching certification. And hence, I often mention that you need to have a healthy mind to have a healthy business. But I would say that if you have processes in place, if you have a structure that works for you, you're going to be growing as a happy person and not as a miserable person. So whether you can do it yourself, whether you need help, it's great to have that structure around your business. It's going to help you with your high achieving mind. It's going to help you with your values and fulfilling those values so you feel internally satisfied and um, your life is full, let's call it this way. And 
I'm helping a lot of people to structure their life and business to the way where they work smarter, they work less, and yet they have more satisfaction and less feeling of guilt. And it's totally doable. Uh, as Mary Forleo would say, figure outable. Um, it's really important also not to forget about yourself because business is business. It's, I would say, a tool of achieving the dream lifestyle that every one of us has a certain vision for us. So know your vision, what you really want in life. And if you do need help, ask for it because we are social animals and there's always someone that is going to help you no matter how much you want to hold off, hold on to the idea that you can do it on your own. Yes, maybe, but there might be someone that may actually make it faster for you and may create more time, create more space for whatever it's important in your life. Yes. Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, uh, uh, Axela, I'm going to put also how to get in touch with you when we sure. broad, when we're broadcasting this because you, you're offering our tribe today a chance to have a, a powerful conversation with you. And yes. The, the powerful conversations with extraordinary people for the extraordinary life, life and business. business. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And also, of course, you guys know that, that we help launch entrepreneurs in their online empires. And if you want to get in touch with me too, DM me and you can DM Axella or find her at the Fearless Bosses. Is that right? Yeah, On you Facebook can find me at .com, which I'm hoping might be somewhere <laughs> later. Um, you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook uh, under the same name. I'll be very happy to speak to you and um, support you, assist you in any way that I can and that you may need with strategies, processes, systems, conversations about mindset so your life becomes even more extraordinary. Perfect. Thank you so much, Axela. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure for me to talk to someone as awesome as you. So I wish you lots of, lots of luck. And again, thank you. <laughs>